At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. that could make a wolverine purr on vsin the sports betting network it's our number two of the greg peterson experience on vsin the sports betting network and we've got an absolutely tremendous hour for you as we talked a little bit in hour number one about the Kyrie irving trade him having gone over to the great state of texas and we're going to be going out to the great state of texas in about 15 minutes as albert Wynn. You know him better as Analytics Capri. He does great work over at Action Network. He's going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at the Super Bowl. We're going to be diving into the side, total a few props with them, and then we're going to be diving into the Kyrie Irving trade. So all the biggest of the big stories in sports and the ways to be able to extract money from them, that is what we're going to be talking about with Albert in about 15 minutes. Here in this segment, we didn't hit any college basketball in our number one. My nickname is Hoops. So that is something that we need to rectify right about now because we do have a few interesting college basketball games for Monday. Certainly not the rambunctious slate that we saw from Saturday and maybe a little bit of a take for myself. Maybe it's because I just have to do all these games in general. But man, I love the fact that we get 150 college basketball games on Saturday. Can't they take like 10 of those games and... Put them on like Sunday and Monday so that way we get a little bit of bigger cards there. I would be all for that. And plus, that would mean that my Saturday podcast could be just a little bit shorter as well because it's a lot of work when you put in that many hours just handicapping all those games. Beggars cannot be choosers, though, as we know. But we are going to choose to be able to break down this game as the DKNH pick on Sunday was Colorado laying the points against Stanford and 
that was a very glorious second half. I think that Stanford was tied at the half and then he got outscored 16-0 to to begin the second half. So that is something that you always like to see. And hopefully we can have that sort of luck when we take this short to mid-sized favorite somewhere in that neighborhood as we're going to take a look at the big game for Monday. This is 877-878 on the betting board. Texas hits the road. They're going to be facing off with Kansas. Kansas opened up actually a three-point favorite at DraftKings. This is up to four points at DraftKings. You're seeing pretty much a 50-50 split of three and a half and fours in the market. And your total on this game, we saw it open up at 147.5. This is down now to 146.5. And right up here is going to be on Kansas. Even though we have seen a little bit of a tick up with this spread, I would still be willing to lay this up to five. So I still do see an edge here with Kansas. Kansas very, very badly needs this game. It has been a less than savory run for them in Big 12 play. As there was talk about three weeks ago that it's like, man, you know what? Kansas might be that number one team in all of college basketball. And ever since then, it's been a downward trend down the toilet bowl for them. Meanwhile, you've got a Texas team that currently they are the top team out in the Big 12. And it's a Kansas bunch, as we know. They had that ridiculous run where they won, I believe it was 14 straight Big 12 titles. If they lose this game, they are done in terms of the Big 12 landscape. So this is a game that they very, very badly need. It's a very unusual circumstance for Kansas to be down multiple games in the conference. But I mean, that's not the only reason why you could take a play like this. Because I do think that the motivation is a little bit of something. And no question, Fog Allen Fieldhouse, one of the best home court environments at all of college basketball, but it's also a Texas team that they just don't necessarily play well on the road. I take a look at this Longhorns team, and I'm going to dive into the defense in a minute because that is something of concern, but what is really of concern to me is the fact that this offense just does not play the same when they are away from home. It's a Longhorns team that they see their offensive production drop by 16.4 points per 100 possessions in a road-slash-neutral court environment as compared to at home with their three-point shooting percentage going from 35% at home to 29.4%. I do think that there is something to that, and it's not a good rebounding team in Texas. They are 151st in the country in terms of rebound rate. Their rebound rate is sub-48% when they're in a road-slash-neutral court environment. They've got one guy that gives you north of five rebounds per game, and as a matter of fact, you've got two rebounders in... Kevin McCullough Jr. along Jalen Wilson that provide Kansas with a combined 16 and a half rebounds per game. The top three rebounders for Texas. So that's one extra guy. They provide 13 and a half rebounds per game. So not great for Texas. I do recognize that they do have quite a bit of depth with guys like a Christian Bishop and company being able to come in off the bench, be able to provide you a little bit of something. I do like Dylan Mitchell as well, but that said, I do take a look at Kansas and they're going to have the best score out there on the floor as well in Wilson. Wilson has been able to give this team 21.5 points, 8.5 rebounds on 35.5% three-point shooting, but he's had at least 20 points in each of the last six games. In this span, 26.5 points, 7.7 rebounds on 41.3% three-point shooting, so I do think that that is a big factor to take a look at. You do have Marcus Carr on the flip side for Texas. He's been a very good go-to scorer, giving you right around 18.5 points per contest, shoots in the mid-30s from three-point range, and then You've got a trio of guys in Serge Jabari Rice thrown there as well. Timmy Allen and Tyrese Hunter. That they all give you between 10 and 11 points per game. And I do like Serge Jabari Rice. 
able to get the team at least 14 points in each of the last three games. Heck, he was able to put up a double-double in fewer than 20 minutes in the team's comeback win against Kansas State. Honestly, I don't see why they're not giving him more minutes because he has really been a godsend for Texas recently. But with Kansas, I do think that Grady Dick and the way that he's got some home and road splits as well. As he shoots over 45% from three-point range when he's at Fog Allen Fieldhouse. That is going to be instrumental in this game as well. K.J. Adams be able to do a good job as a double-figure scorer. And you just need to get a little bit more out of the point guard spot, in my opinion, for Kansas. Because this team really does come and go as the facilitation comes and goes for this team. As Dwan Harris, when he's putting up just even... Six to eight points per game. This is a completely different team than when he's just giving you a big giant nothing burger as well. I do think that he's going to be able to do a solid job, be able to lend a little bit of effort in this game. I do think that he's going to be able to put some points up on the board against a Texas team that we have seen them here in the calendar year 2023 as compared to their first, I believe it was 12 or 13 games that they played during the calendar year of 2022 in November and December. Here in 2023, they're giving up 15 and a half points more per 100 possessions than they did pretty much in non-conference play. And I do think that that's a little bit of an impact as well. So my DK Nation write-up, that is going to be on Kansas. I am going to be willing to lay the points. I, I'm willing to lay up to five because we have been seeing this number moving a little bit. And when it comes to this total, I do think that Kansas, they're going to be able to bear down with their defense. They've been playing a little bit more slowly in terms of possessions. game. did set my total at a 143 and a half. So looking under, and I'm looking to lay with Kansas. We went to one of the more rambunctious games for Monday. How about if we go with a game that's not so rambunctious, but I see some value with this favorite. 873, 874 on the betting board. We head to ho my home state of Wisconsin. UW-Green Bay hits the road faceoff against UW-Milwaukee. UW-Milwaukee is between a 17 and a 17 and a half point favorite, and your total on this game is 142 and a half. Apparently, the bets are coming in on UW-Green Bay. I have no idea why. This is a number that would open up at 18. This UW-Green Bay team is objectively terrible. I mean, this team has been one of the biggest fades in all of college basketball, and against the spread, they're covering fewer than 35% of their games. It's a UW-Green Bay team that they can their coach, Will Ryan, and typically, with most coaching changes, you see some sort of a spark from the team after they can their coach. It's like, all right, we're going to light a fire under your rears. Now is when you need to perform. UW-Green Bay's sense of firing has not broken 60 points in any of their games. This team is just hopeless at this point, and I wish I could put it any other way. I'm someone that I grew up 45 minutes away from this campus, and it's just bad. I still have no idea why they fired Link Darner a few years ago. It clearly is a move that turned out snake eyes for this team. They canned him in the height of the COVID-19 sort of pandemic, they decided to roll the dice on Will Ryan, a very good guy, but he had one year of coaching at Wheeling College, and now they've got an interim that I have no idea about, and it's not good. And you've got one guy in Cade Meyer. He comes in, and he's able to give the team right around 11.5 points, 4.5 rebounds per game. He's the only guy on the team that gives you north of 4 rebounds per game. And then you've got another program in the state of Wisconsin that did their coaching search right. They recognized that Pat Baldwin Sr. had no idea what the – I, what the heck he was doing. And so they bring in Bart Lundy, who had a bunch of success at Queens NC. As a matter of fact, Queens, when they were at the D2 level last year, they're not at the D1 level this year. They were able to win 30 games, and he's been able to find a primary scorer, B.J. Freeman. 
It's able to give you 16 points per game, and it's a UW-Green Bay team that does such a good job of rebounding by committee. They don't have a single player that gives you north of five rebounds per game, but every one of their top five scorers gives you at least 4.1 rebounds per game. They all average between 4.1 and 4.9 rebounds per game. They get after it as a collective. They've done a good job ascending into the top 130. Terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis. They play relatively crisp. They play a little bit more up-tempo. And you've got a UW-Green Bay team that is just not going to be able to live up to their end of the bargain when it comes to this total. I did set it out of 136.5 because it's a UW-Green Bay team that they're so fascinating in how terrible their suckitude is. And I just made up the word suckitude, I know, but it's really the proper way to be able to explain it because this is a UW-Green Bay team that I have your 363 D1 teams. They are 361st in points allowed on a per-possession basis, and they're 358th in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis. And as a matter of fact, since they canned Will Ryan in their three games ever since then, they're averaging 77.1 points per 100 possessions. That's down eight points from where they were at at the beginning part of the season. And on top of that, their top three-point shooter, Zay Blake, he's right now dealing with an injury, did not play in the team's previous game as well. So it's just all bad for UW-Green Bay right now. I'm looking for anything nice to say for the Phoenix. I mean, I'm sure that they're good gentlemen in the community and everything like that. This is not a team that you want to be risking your money on. I set UW-Milwaukee as a 20.5-point favorite. I'm going to be willing to lay the 17 to 17 and a half. Set my total at 136 half, so I'm going to be diving under as well. And coming up next, we're going to be taking a look at the Super Bowl, ways to bet it, props, and so much more with Albert Win of Action Network right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. 
What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriment, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. This coming Sunday will be the last Sunday of football, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing in our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. And if your numbers on the square match up with the final score of the game, you win restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligibility bonus, and credit use. Terms and conditions are available at BetRiversSquares.com. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Always great to be joined by this man. Albert Wynn is over there at Action Network. You know him better as the analytics capper himself. He does a great job being able to take a look at a little bit of everything. And Albert, it's always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Greg, I'm excited to be on board. There's only six nights left before the Super Bowl. Super excited about that. Got super lucky on some college basketball wins over the weekend. Excited about that as well, but let's get into it, man. Absolutely. I can tell you right now, I got away with one in terms of that St. Mary's versus Gonzaga game. Thank you very much to the refs for bailing me out and forcing overtime. So I will certainly take that, but with that said, what we've got to take a look at is the Super Bowl right now. And Albert, in terms of just the side in total, we have not seen a lot of movement with this line. I know that out here in Las Vegas, South Point moved from one and a half to two with the Eagles being a favorite, but it's really been quite stagnant over the last week. Have you had to make any adjustments with regards to the way that you view the side slash total in this game, or has it been relatively status quo to this point? Just because I feel like if there is going to be a little bit of a change of heart, it would probably be, be coming from the injury reports that we're going to be hearing this week. Yeah, that's a great point. Mahomes, you know, we don't expect him to be 100%. We do expect him to be a lot better in this game health-wise compared to the AFC Championship game. Um, everything is contingent on that. I think he's going to play well. This is, you know... Several times he's already made this big dance. It's Jalen Hurts' first time, also Nick Sirianni's first time. Without that being said, Greg, from a side perspective, actually lean the underdog here. I like the Chiefs plus one and a half. You give get it at plus two, that's fine too. I think they win the game outright uh, for you know mainly of those reasons, experience, and the uh, they've been here before. Because we all know the Super Bowl is more than just the actual game three-hour football game on Sunday. You know, there's media week, 
There's even the, the day of the game where the Super Bowl halftime show is 30, 35 minutes long. So there's going to be a lot of adjustments that the Eagles have to make in this game. And I do like uh, the Chiefs as a small underdog here. And you know, from a historical, if you look at the law of large numbers, especially in the NFL, small favorites don't do well. And I'm going to stick to that principle here in this game here. I like the Chiefs and I lean the over here. And I'm sure we're going to get into a lot of these player props here, but I do like the script, the game script to be a lot of points, a lot of passes thrown by the Chiefs. And for that reason, I like the over and I like the Chiefs as a side. Yep, and you did mention it, the fact that if there is question marks with this game, it is involving the quarterbacks. And I noticed with a lot of your player props, you've really been zoning in on the running backs. How important do you think it is to just go with the known commodities right now? Because I do think that in terms of taking a look at Patrick Mahomes and or Jalen Hurts player props, it's a little bit difficult at this point unless you feel like they are either going to be Yes, absolutely, they're going to be 100% or no, they absolutely aren't going to be. If you don't have a read on that, I think it's best to just go with the other players. And I noticed that you've done that a lot with your props thus far. Yeah, that's smart. I sent over four player props. Two of them are quarterback related. The other two are running back related. I'll start with Isaiah Pacheco. Um, He's been a great addition to this really explosive offense. He gives them a, a dynamic of a really hard runner. He hits the hole really, really fast, and he's explosive, and it's really hard to bring him down. I like him in terms of receiving yards. I think he's going to get two or three balls out of the backfield, and right now his number is set at 15 and a half receiving yards. I think he could potentially get that on one catch. If he catches two or three balls, I think this number is flying over. And on the other side, Kenneth Gainwell, one of the hardest runners in the league as well, uh, in his own respect, in his own right, I like the over eight and a half longest rush, rush, uh, rushing yards for him. So eight and a half longest rush uh, yards for Kenneth Gainwell. I think he's most likely going to score in this game as well. The Eagles, as we know, we saw it in the NFC Championship game, but they dominate the red zone when they're running the ball well. Uh, I think they set a record this season in terms of rushing touchdowns. I know we had an extra game with the 17th regular season game, But that is an elite offensive line with elite running backs. And you add one of the greatest, if not, I know it's still early, but there's potential that he could be the greatest running quarterback of all time. Uh, Jalen Hurts in the backfield as well. There's just so many weapons in that backfield to stop. So I like Kenneth Gainwell uh, over eight and a half longest rush. And I do like the fact that you're going to Kenneth Gainwell. He traded me very well because I bet on his rushing yards prop in the NFC Championship game that got there very, very easily. And how much do you take a look at more of these ancillary pieces like a Gainwell, who you're not really looking at for odds win MVP? If he does, well, you're going to be getting a very, very nice bundle of money, regardless of your bet size there, because he is very long odds down the board. But how much do you think that there is value in more of these ancillary pieces? Because that's something that I'm looking to as well. Rather than taking a look at things like Gatorade, Keller, and things like that, I would rather analyze <laughs> the actual game and taking a look at more of these guys that they aren't going to give get the love that, say, a Travis Kelsey or what have you is going to get. I think it would be very beneficial. Yeah, full transparency, Greg. I don't do very many NFL player props throughout the year. Uh, When it comes to player props, I'm a lot more active in the NBA market. And in that market, I focus on the non-stars. 
everyone knows about LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard, Jokic, Embiid, those guys, they're going to get their usage rate. They're going to get their opportunities. And if they have, you know, a stretch of four or five or six bad minutes, you're not going to hit those, you know, overs, points, rebounds, assists, things like that. That's very similar, in my opinion, in the NFL market as well. So if you're looking at Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts or guys like that, it's going to be hard because it just takes one bad drive or, you know, an extended drive from the opposing team that takes eight, nine minutes off the clock. You're going to lose your over bets. So that's why I do like the ancillary pieces, the supporting cast. So I like Isaiah Pacheco and Kenneth Gainwell. Um, you know, look into Dallas Goddard, guys like that, because you're going to get some softer lines compared to the ones that uh, the players that everybody else knows. I absolutely agree with that. And based on that logic of having some just inflated lines when it comes to more of these stars, are you a little bit more inclined to take a look at perhaps a Patrick Mahomes, a Jalen Hurts, Travis Kelsey, what have you, perhaps in terms of an under, in terms of yards, receptions, what have you? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to receivers or pass catchers, I lean the under there because there's so many different factors that come into play when you're doing a, a player prop of a receiver or a tight end. Um, you know, you have to get the, the certain number of targets. You have to make sure that the game script goes your way. You have to uh, potentially be down in the game so that, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts are uh, throwing the ball more often, things like that. So, for me, I do have one spot here, one look here uh, in in regards to Patrick Mahomes. I was on the under in the AFC Championship game when it came to passing attempts. I thought he was going to be a little more hobbled, a little more hurt. Um, I thought they were going to lean on their run running game a little bit more and really stretch the game out and limit the num number of possessions against Joe Burrow. Well, I was completely wrong. Patrick Mahomes looked better than expected, and he was slinging the ball left and right, and deep vertically. So I, I like this look here against an Eagles team who is just as explosive, potentially even more explosive than the Bengals. I like the over 38-and-a-half pass attempts for Patrick Mahomes. I think it's going to be a, a shootout, to be honest. And I want to get your thoughts on this as well. I talked about it at the top of the show. We're hearing a lot of people making their player props and just their prop bets in general based on past Super Bowls. How much do you put past Super Bowls into your handicapping of this year's Super Bowl? Just because I do think that when you get completely different teams, and let's call it what it is, a lot of these Super Bowls happen when the rules were a little bit different. It's hard for me to put a lot of stock into historical Super Bowl trends. Yeah, I don't even, to be honest, I didn't even look at the historical trends. That's a great question. Maybe I'm going to add that into some of the, the metrics and the research I do this coming week, but I haven't done any of that. I don't really look at previous Super Bowls, I mean, 12 months in between each game, um, potentially even more if, if a team hasn't been there in a long, a long time. And each season, the, uh, you know, the, the trends or the way that teams play on offense changes, right? So, um, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs this year is a completely different team when they had Tyreek Hill a couple years ago in the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to put too much stock in it. That was also a game where, you know, the Chiefs, played the, the Bucks and they got down early. The Chiefs didn't have an offensive line, so Mahomes was just running left and right for his life. So for me, to answer your question, I'm not going to put any historical uh, reference into it. 
I do like it, but I what I'm going to be putting a lot of stock into is your take on the Kyrie Irving trade next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. The big game needs big plans for VEASAN. VEASAN is going to be in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews and our experts breaking down the game. You won't want to miss any of VEASAN's coverage. Huddle up and watch. Follow the money of the Lombardi Line VEASAN Final Countdown on VEASAN Primetime all from Radio Row starting this week for betting splits, expert picks, and big game props, head on over to vsin.com. That's vsin.com. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vsin, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be rejoined by Albert Wynn. He does great work over there at Action Network. And you know him better as the analytics capper. And Albert, we saw it happen on Sunday. The big trade with Kyrie Irving heading on over from the Brooklyn Nets over to the Dallas Mavericks. A lot of places had the Mavericks right around about 25 to 30 to 1, depending upon where you look in terms of the futures market. Now we're finding them at DraftKings 15 to 1. I think that there are some places that have closer to 14, even perhaps a 12 to 1 or so. What do you make out of the move with Kyrie heading on over to the state that you're actually located in, in Texas? And do you think that this is a little bit of an overreaction? Yes, I am a season ticket holder for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I'm excited to see that, you know, Kyrie's first home game on the 13th next Monday. Uh, with that being said, I think it's clearly an overreaction. Dallas sent out two starters, Dorian Finney-Smith, one of the most versatile players in the NBA, unsung hero there when it comes to, you know, helping and supporting Luka Doncic, not only offensively and shooting the three, but defensively because of his ability to guard multiple positions. And then we all know how big of a gamer Spencer Dinwiddie is. We saw that in the playoffs. Game seven against the Suns, he had an unbelievable performance in Phoenix there. He did it again a couple nights ago um, in, in Utah when Luca was out. So he's been a great, um, you know, great addition to the team. He's gone now. Kyrie Irving is, is definitely an enigma. No matter what you think of him off the court, on the court, he is one of the more talented players in the league. Um, he is one of the most skilled players. His ability to sh uh, make shots, his ability to get to the basket and finish. And he's been a great um, percentage shooter splits-wise when it comes to field goal, three-point, and free throw this season. So I think it's a it's going to be a wait-and-see type of approach when it comes to this trade. I'm sure we're going to get to some of these features that I've uh, listed out. But when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks, Greg, I like this plus 550 to win the Southwest Division. It's basically a two-man race between Memphis and Dallas. Dallas right now is behind uh, four and a half games behind Memphis with about 30 games left. Dallas owns the tiebreaker as well. And we've seen Memphis uh, recently getting a little injured. Jaw was out recently. Desmond Bain just recently came back. And Jaron Jackson is always an injury scare. So I do think there's a lot of good value right now when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks for that Southwest division. I do think that that's an interesting look as well. And we saw the whole John Morant thing that was going down. I don't remember necessarily what the controversy was, but there was that as well. So 
That's very interesting. And when it comes to the futures market, when it comes to players that are sort of like what Kyrie Irving is, is that something that you needed to take into account with a player like Kyrie Irving? Because when it comes to an actual game, when it comes to actually breaking that down, we all know what Kyrie Irving is able to do out there on the court. He's absolutely incredible. He's one of the best players in the NBA, and he's, in my opinion, going to be a Hall of Famer, an eight-time All-Star, a champion. He's been able to do all that, but when it comes off the court, it feels like if it's not one thing, it's another thing with him. You have a list off just everything that has happened with him, and does that give you a little bit of pause with regards to not just odds to be able to win the um, title, but also perhaps the division as well, just because it is something that, I just don't know if Kyrie Irving is going to be able to make it to April slash May without there being some sort of a controversy happening again. Yeah, without a doubt, right? We we mentioned that Kyrie Irving is is great on the floor, but he's already torpedoed three franchises in the next in the last seven years. Cleveland Cavaliers, they win the title, and sometimes they uh, sometimes they win the title, and then he decides to leave LeBron for some reason. Then he goes to the Boston. Obviously, we know what happened there. And then the Nets. So he's he's kind of ruined three franchises. All three have kind of rebounded. We'll see how the Nets rebound from this latest uh, Kyrie Irving fiasco. But from a uh, from a betting perspective, I wouldn't put too much stock into title uh, futures when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks. They are going to be an elite offense moving forward. T- Kyrie Irving is the number one scoring uh, player in the fourth quarter in the entire league. So I think all the fourth quarter woes and the inability for Dallas to to close games these first few months, I think that's going to be, you know, fixed with Kyrie Irving. But in terms of winning the defense here, they're going to be a very exciting team to watch, very intriguing, especially on the court here with two very ball-dominant guys. But we've seen that Kyrie has played really well with ball-dominant guys in the past. They were 26-9 and together, him and James Harden. And obviously, he won a ring with LeBron James in 2016. So I think he's able to to really adapt his game. He's a great shooter, uh, you know, spot up as well. So I think from a fit perspective, offensively, these two guys are going to make it work. However, defensively, there's just too many holes. There's too many mishaps that's going to happen here, especially with Christian Wood as your starting center. That's why I'm not going to put too much stock into an NBA Finals or title run. Yep, I'm right there with you. And you mentioned his former teammate of LeBron James. And I know that you've got a little bit of a feature in terms of his current team in the LA Lakers. I know that you're taking a look a little bit at a lot of these Western Conference futures as well. Take me through what you've got on the Lakers. Yeah, when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers, I think they were pretty much all in for Kyrie Irving. Uh, There's been reports of what they offered for this trade. It got turned down. Whether that was a a vendetta by the Nets, we'll never know. But I think the season is lost for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm sorry to say that because I am, you know, a big proponent of how good LeBron James is. Uh, he's going to break the the scoring record here in the next game or two. It's going to be a wonderful moment, and I think that is going to be the be that's going to be the peak of the Lakers season. So I like the under 39 and a half wins here. This is an in season, uh, you know, over under wins play here. I like the under here because I think they're going to miss the playoffs and really reload in the off season. They're going to have a lot of financial flexibility. 
with a bunch of guys leaving, most notably Russell Westbrook. They can still make a play for someone like a Kyrie Irving in the summer. So I like the under in Lakers total wins at 39 and a half. And then on the flip side, I think Denver Nuggets have been re- disrespected all season long. They have a really good defense. People think they don't play any defense. They have a top 10 defense in the last three months. They have potentially a three, uh, an MVP player in Nikola Jokic who's going for his third straight MVP. So Nuggets at plus 340 to win that conference, in my opinion, is awesome value for by far the best team. Yeah, Ben, it's been so interesting to take a look at the Nuggets. How much do you put into the fact that now they've got Jamal Murray back as well, unlike what they had in past years as well? Because it feels like the Nuggets the last two years, they just got completely shredded with injuries. And that could be honestly a little bit of trepidation with taking them in the futures market this year, just not knowing if they're going to be able to stay healthy for the entirety of the year. But I do think that that makes the Nuggets just such an intriguing look at the futures market, whether that be to the positive or the negative. Yeah, great point there. Not only is Jamal Murray back, Michael Porter Jr. is back, and the unsung hero here outside of Nikola Jokic for this team has been Aaron Gordon. He's been playing very, very consistent defense, and he's giving them you know, good offense production and rebounding the ball. He didn't really rebound the ball in Denver. He's doing that now. Sorry, he didn't do that in Orlando. He's doing that now for the, for the Nuggets. Um, and the team is much deeper now, right, with Christian Braun coming off the bench, Bones Highland, uh, guys like that. So I think this team has a perfect mix of defense, offense, shooting, and hungry veterans that can make a deep run in the playoffs. Um, I think plus 340 is, again, disrespectful. There's really no one at the top of the West that's going to give them issues, unlike the East where you have four or five legitimate contenders. And we've got about a minute left for this one. I know that you've got a little bit of a futures play on the other LA team in the Clippers as well. What do you got right now out on the Clippers? Yeah, it took a while for Kawhi Leonard to really, uh, you know, come back, bounce back, return from his injury. But he's been really, really good now for three and a half weeks. He's not the, you know, San Antonio Spurs Kawhi or even the Toronto Raptors Kawhi, but he's close. He's 90, 95%. And I think a 95% healthy Kawhi with a Paul George heading into the playoffs, I think they're potentially the second best team in the league. I know record-wise, they're not up there, but in a seven-game series, it's going to be hard to beat those two guys. Kawhi is still going to be able to shut you down in the fourth quarter. So with that being said, I like the Clippers plus 600 to win the Western Conference. So I like the Nuggets plus 340 and the Clippers plus 600. I think that's great value. I like both of those looks, and I always like getting Albert Wynn of Action Network on the show. He does amazing work. Big thanks to him. And we go from the NBA to college coming up next, taking a look at Monday's college slate here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? 
getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. This coming Sunday will be the last Sunday of football, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be as you could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing in our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place a qualifying wager of $10 or more, and you get a square on the house. And if your numbers match up with the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions. On qualifying wagers, eligibility bonus, and credit use to apply. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversquares.com. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. It was great to be able to chat with Albert Wynn the last few segments, taking a look at the Super Bowl, taking a look at a little NBA as well. And if you like basketball, on hour number three, we're going to be talking some college basketball with Kobe Dent. He does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And we're going to be talking about some in this segment as well, because while the Super Bowl is going to be a rambunctious game, there's going to be a lot of money that we're going to be able to make on not just the side in total, but prop bets as well. There's still a lot of action to be had before them because, unfortunately, the Super Bowl will not be played on Monday, so you're not going to be able to make money on the Super Bowl on Monday, but you can make money on college basketball, and that's where I come into play because I see some games here that I do think can be quite profitable, and... There are some of them on the extra games board that you don't want to be taking a look away from either because when it comes to college basketball, the amount of money that you're able to make on the big ACC games like Duke versus North Carolina, yeah, your limits might be a little bit different than, well, the Chicago State game that we saw a few days ago. But with that said, money is money. You're able to cash tickets, whether it is on Duke versus North Carolina or 
or if it's on a game like this one. As we take a look at 306, 509, 306, 510. You got Texas Southern, and they're going to be playing with some Bethune-Cookman. And Bethune-Cookman is an underdog of 8.5 points. Your total on this game is between 143 and 143.5. And, and Texas Southern has been a money-burning team all season long, and it feels like books just continue to roll out these numbers on Texas Southern because they made the NCAA tournament in past years, and I really don't know why Texas Southern is an 8.5-point favorite. Now, Bethune-Cookman is objectively terrible on defense. They're in the bottom 20 nationally in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. That's not great, but Texas Southern, 6-15 and 15 against the spread, and they've got some of the most nightmarish numbers in terms of scoring that you're going to find in all of college basketball. They shoot sub-66% at the free line. They shoot below 27% from three-point range. These guys just can't put the ball in the basket. Befuddlingly, hopefully I made up a good word there because I use befuddling and I added on to it. But that said, just in very strangely, that's a more proper term to be able to use. It's a Texas Southern team that continues to be put relatively high despite the fact that they are, and I'm not kidding here, 350th in the country in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis. Bethune-Cookman needs a little bit of work with their offense as well because they've been dealing with an injury download to Dylan Robertson, but they've got a relatively solid backcourt. They bring in Zion Harmon, who's a former top one recruit. He, along with Marcus Garrett, have been able to do a nice job being able to combine for about 30 points per game. Both of these guys Combined to shoot about 37% from three. It's a Bethune-Cookman team that certainly has been more successful at home rather than on the road with regards to their offense. But ever since flag play has begun, they've been able to do a little bit of a better job. Texas Southern is going to be able to have the battle on the glass one. They've got a guy in Jordan Carl Nicholas, who's the only guy in this game that really gives you north of six rebounds per game. So that is going to be a little bit rough for Bethune-Cookman. But it's a Texas Southern team that... They are in the top 20 in terms of possessions per game, despite the fact that they really don't have any guard play. They turn the ball over 15 times per game. That's why I do think that Jabani McIntyre, a little bit of an ancillary piece for this Bethune-Cookman team, only gives you right around 3.5 points per game, but is able to generate 2.2 seals per game. Is going to have some worth. I just think that in terms of the sheer amount of possessions that you're going to get, it does make this total very interesting, just because you got pair of teams that have been relatively inefficient on offense. Got a pair of teams that have been relatively inefficient on defense, so that means that something's got to give. I just take a look at the way the Texas Southern has been playing their games with so many possessions, and I do think that this totalized result is a little bit too low. I did set my total at 144. I'm looking over, but Texas Southern, I think that they should only be a three-point favorite in this spot. I think that they are just really living off of their name and living off the fact that they have made Last few NCAA tournaments. So I'm going to be willing to take the points with Bethune Cookman in the spot. And I'm going to be taking a look at this total over as well. This is an interesting game involving a team that currently does not have a conference because they're going to be going down to the non D1 level after this year. 306501, 306502. Hartford, they are playing us to UMass Lowell. UMass Lowell is a favorite of between 16 and 16 and a half points. Jordan's game is 139 and with Lowell. I did set them as a 15.5-point favorite. So here at 16-plus, we'll take the points with Hartford. Hartford has been a very strange team to be able to gauge because they are a team that 
This is their last dance in the Division I ranks. They're coming off of a home loss to Chicago State, which is very, very embarrassing. But it's a Hartford team that, if you take a look at them just on the surface, they're 339th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. But if you dive a little bit deeper, this is a team that they allowed 26.7 points fewer for 100 possessions when they're at home rather than when they're in a roadside-neutral court environment. I think that that's very important against a UMass Lowell team that they do turn the ball over a little bit over 14 times per game. It's a Lowell team that is looking to play up-tempo. They're in the top 100 in terms of total possessions per game. UMass Lowell also does have some relatively solid defense as well. Max Brooks was an All-America East defensive performer last year, and he's been able to give the team about 8 points, 5.5 boards, 2 blocks per game. And then you've got Abdul Kareem Koulibaly, who comes in from Pittsburgh, 8 rebounds, 12 points per game out of him. But we've seen the backcourt play start to slide a little bit. Ayinde Akeem is down below 10 points per game, still doling out the ball relatively well. But we got those turnover concerns. Yuri Covington, who comes in from William & Mary, good old tag team of America, is able to give you right around 7.5 points, shoots the ball from three-point range. But for this UMass Lowell team, really where they're built is their defense. They're 47th in the country in terms of points slot on a per-possession basis. So even though it is going to be a little bit more of an up-tempo game, I do like this total under and did set my total at a 137.5 as a result. But also in terms of this Hartford team, I do think that Briggs McLean is going to be able to keep them somewhat lively in this game. He was dealing with a little bit of an injury before Christmas. He has come back and he's looked rock solid and he is by far the number one scorer for the team. Shooting about 35.5% from three, 16 points per contest. And then Pat said, you've got a pair of guys down low that has been a little bit rough. Tano Paula Divas has been able to give you in that neighborhood about five and a half rebounds per game. Jared Kimbrough, when he has been out there, he's been relatively solid. Eight points, five and a half rebounds per game. Came in from LaSalle. Was a little bit banged up towards the beginning part of non-conference play. Has been able to come back though recently. And he had 26 minutes in his first game back against Chicago State. This now gives the team a big two that they did not have for much of the month of January. So I do think that that's going to keep Hartford relatively lively in this game. You've got some like Curtis Henderson. And say so will give you some scoring as well. I think that this is a number that is starting to get up a little bit too lofty on this Hartford team. I do think that a little bit of a motivational factor is that they're not going to have a lot of D1 games remaining, and these are all guys that they signed up to be able to do that at Hartford. So I do think that you've got a little bit of value here with Hartford. Set my total 137.5, diving under, and with UMass Lowell, I do think that they've gotten up a little bit too lofty, set them as more around a 15.5 point favorite. So we'll take 16 or more. And then this is a favorite in the South or in the SWAC. They do like 306.507, Southern, they're on the road facing off against Alabama State. Alabama State is between a 5.5 to a 6-point underdog with a total on this game right around a 140.5 to a 141.5 with Southern. They're coming off of a pretty embarrassing loss, losing by north of 20 points to Alabama A&M. And for Southern, they kick up the tempo. They're in the top 30 in terms of total possessions per game. They rank in the top 25 in terms of turnovers force on a per-possession basis for Alabama State. They are going to have the best rebounder in this game in Jordan O'Neal, but he's not necessarily too dominant, and that's big because Southern doesn't have a single player that averages north of four and a half rebounds per game, but they generate a bunch of swipes. They do a solid job with each other, top four scores, shooting at least 35% from three-point range. Very well-rounded team that has been able to rank in the top 130 in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Alabama State 
is shooting as a collective about 37% from the field. Bottom 10 mark in all of college basketball. I think Southern Rules set them as a 7-point favorite. They're an up-tempo team, so also going to be taking a look at the over semi-total at 145. And that leads into a little bit of a basketball pro tip for our number two, visa.com slash subscribe. And we'll sort these by show and by sport. And speaking of the NBA, take a look at home and road splits a little bit more in the NBA right now. We have noticed that home teams have been covering north of 52% of games in the NBA this season. It feels like we're seeing things slanted there and we're slanted towards some college basketball. Coming up next, going to be taking a look at Duke versus Miami for Monday here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High5Casino.com. High Five Casino. 